Welcome to the Life Bee Podcast. In every episode, we dive into the most relatable aspects of life, helping you navigate the complexities of our contemporary world. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Life Bee Podcast. It's a beautiful day here in Kampala, Uganda. On the other side of Africa, that is called East Africa. We're excited to have you viewing from all over the world. We're saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night to many of you across the world. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in every time the podcast is out. Thank you for listening in on iTunes, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever the podcast is being aired. And thank you for watching on YouTube. Please continue to support us. You can use our cash app. You can use mobile money in Uganda, MTN, and uh, what's the other one? Airtel. I was about to say Warid. You can use those platforms to support us so we can keep getting better and doing this. I want to thank my amazing team, Director Israel Dennis, uh, Beyond Creative, Jonas Rhymes, and... Uh, my beautiful wife, Gianna Chigundu, on the other side. And everybody that tunes in, encourages, leaves a comment. And please leave a comment, subscribe, share, like. Everybody wants to be liked. Have you thought of that? <laughs> like my comment. Like, 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 like. We're in a world where we want to be liked. Validated. Human need validation. Mm -hmm. Ladies like to be validated, mm -hmm. don't they? You like to be affirmed. What about validation? Mm, yeah, they all come in the same bracket for us. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> tonight I have the amazing queen of love. She's called Solome Basuta, the queen of love. We're going to find out more why she's called the queen of love and kind of just dive into her life, love, life, mm. and uh, life, mm. and know who Solome is on Life B. Yeah. Welcome, Solome. Thank you so much, Minister. How have you been? I have been good. Slow start to the year, but a good year. Okay. You're, you're okay. one of the very few people that call me Minister. Are you serious? So if I was somewhere and I had Minister, I would know. <laughs> Those are for who? <laughs> there, there's like four people who call me Minister. Aww. So when I hear Minister, I know that Solome <laughs> or whoever or whoever. <laughs> Hi, how good are you? Good to have you. I'm good, good to thank be you. Here. It's been a good start of the year. Yes. And uh, we are on, tonight we're on podcast number eight, I think. Woo! Yeah, it should be eight. So well done. We're moving well steady done. and slow. We wait for the hundredth episode and we yes. celebrate. We will <laughs> we wait till a hundred to celebrate. No. <laughs> the tenth episode. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um it's been a good journey That's and good. uh I'm grateful we've gotten f lots of feedback yeah. from the topics we talk about, mm -hmm. drug abuse, yeah. esteem, all these things. Yeah. There's very many people out there suffering and we try to be a voice of honesty mm -hmm. to those that cannot speak up mm. and to be a voice of comfort for yeah. those that need somebody to affirm and yes. comfort them. And yeah. Just people who start conversations. Mm. Like I was telling you earlier on, I'm the person who, I said earlier on, people like to complain. <laughs> it's a natural human thing. Everybody complains, but mm -hmm. I like people who complain mm -hmm. and then there's look a solution. For a solution. Yes. <laughs> Not complain, 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 yes, complain. Yes. So when somebody starts to complain, I listen mm -hmm. because I have learned through studying and counseling and all that, mm -hmm. complaining is actually not a bad thing. Mm. 
So I've learned to listen to people who complain. Mm. And while I'm listening to them complaining, my mind is trying to put the pieces, yeah. solution, yeah. solution, yeah. solution. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided if, uh, if I can't do anything else about the complaints, I can have a conversation. Mm. Then I get the mm. conversation started and mm. then we can find a way to solutions. Mm, and that's you. what we do at Life B Podcast. We have the hot topics, hot as in fire, but hot we also see, we see. <laughs> as honest, yeah. open and transparent that's conversations. Great. And that's, that's why we have the queen of love tonight Ooh, to give us her no version one. of honest, <laughs> open, transparent cool. conversations. Absolutely. Let's go. You're welcome. Let's How go. have you been? Good. I've been good. Oh my God. You've been doing shows. I've been, I've been doing shows, yes. As of last year, I started uh, a weekly show that I do called Solomon Live. Okay. So that's been running since last year and soon starting again this year. Um, so that's been happening. It's really been my biggest focus, really, Solomon Live and getting it off ground, like you know something that you're beginning for the first time. So mm -hmm. learning here, uh, failing here, um, growing here, um, celebrating the wins. Mm. So it's been my baby, still my baby, that I'm growing with the team and the people that I work with. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's been going fairly well. And as, of course, each time you go into a new year, you're thinking, okay, what next can we do with it? So that's, that's what's happening with it. But that's I'm good. Beautiful. I'm really, really good. Um, life has graciously been. been very good to me, especially life this has year. Been Sorry. is <laughs> the, the, no, 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 no. The whole life, yes. and then the word be. Life, ah, be. minister, stop connecting things. <laughs> stop connecting things. Anyway, anyway, you're saying life has. I know, been. I know. <laughs> no, but I've been, I've been, I've been really, really, really good. Like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm in such a good place like where you feel emotionally mentally you kind of see where you're going you know what you're doing you're in touch with who you are mm. you're authentic with who you are mm -hmm. you know there is no internal conflict like am i this am i this am i you know that that that, that identity crisis that sometimes can come at whatever age even mm. at 50 people can have identity crisis but i'm so glad that i'm in a good place that's beautiful and i, and I love where i am that's great. Have you had an identity crisis or anything? <laughs> I know, right? Identity, identity crisis. crisis. You know, it's the one thing that I struggled with for a long time. Um, and because the way that I grew up, I'm a last born of five. Ah. The baby of the home, Omogalanda, mm -hmm. as my mom calls me. Um, and so how I grew up, me as the last born, not generally speaking, but me, I grew up following people. Okay. I follow I follow my brother. Uh, there's a brother before me. So what he would do, I would do when I was young. Oh. He was into playing ninja. Hence, I play. But anyway, he was only one who I could play with anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm playing ninja. He's into basketball. Mm, then I follow him. I learn basketball. He's into this, then I do this. Even when I did computer science, really, it's because my brother did computer science. I said, mm, maybe I can do... You know, so I was, that's how I lived, following people, following crowds, ah. following what's the in thing, let's mm -hmm. go with that. Even growing up as a church girl, mm, what's that, like, so you'd ask me at that time, also, Solomon, for you, what do you think? You know, because I would keep regurgitating mm. what someone else has said, and then I make it my own, then maybe it's me. <sighs> so I think for me, I really had an identity crisis um, at a certain point in my life where I was just feeling... But Solomon, who are you? Mm. Like, what are you about? What is it that makes you you? And I have a dear friend of mine who 
I do life with. And she always, there's a time she told me when she used to manage me at that time, she said, Solomon, I feel you need to really sit with yourself and yeah. ask yourself, so Solomon, who are you? Wow. What are your likes? What don't you like? What are you about? Like, really ask yourself. Because for me, I never grew up, you know, like in the African setting, you mm -hmm. know, they are thinking, oh, let's sit and reflect. Who mm -hmm. are we in the world? Like, it's like, go with the flow. Go from secondary school, whatever. Like, go with the flow. Mm -hmm. So I really never sat to ask, what do I want? Even when I did computers, it's mm -hmm. never what I wanted. It was like, I didn't know what I wanted. So what my dad told me I wanted is what I wanted. So I went with that. So it was really, that's how I lived. So I think for me, identity is like, I can't even see it in other people where I feel like, you need to sit with yourself and ask yourself these questions because mm -hmm. I had to do it for myself. And so to be in a place where I really, generally, I know what I want. Mm. I know the things that are Solome, the things that are experiences that I've learned for people, so I've taken that up, and that's okay sometimes. Um, but yeah, so I'm in a good place in terms of identity. Okay. <laughs> so the, there was the whole thing about, it was on an interview, mm -hmm. I don't remember, mm -hmm. was it 2017 or something, mm. where Solomon said she, yeah. she had a mental breakdown yeah. or something. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I did have, and I think that, I don't know, I think that interview happened after. It was actually that happened in 2019. Oh, okay. So 2019 is when I kind of had a, like a real deep in life. I was doing music since 2015. I had started mm -hmm. my music career. Things were going well. You know, a few bumps here and there. Um, but generally speaking, I was moving. Things mm -hmm. were moving. Mm -hmm. And then that year, um, I got detached. It was like, mm, things were not connecting. But I did. you see, at that point, I really didn't know. Mm. that I was detached until my team sat me down <laughs> and they said, Solomon, there is something off. Mm. And it's really good to have people that you're accountable to. And if it's your team, even the best thing. That's and true. so for me, they sat with me and they said, Solomon, there is something off. You're not engaging with the things that we are doing. You know, they say, oh, now they're saying, okay, now we're going to do this. But Solomon is not, and usually I'm a thousand percent in anything. Mm. I like go a thousand percent. So when you don't see a thousand percent from Solomon, you just know, eh, something is off. off. Yeah. So they noticed that and I didn't, and they said, Solomon, take time off. So I thought I was going to take like two weeks, you know, just a break, think about things. What? And at that time, my manager said, Solomon, you need therapy. I said, no, yeah. I refuse to, it in my system. To an African, when you say you need therapy. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, like, girl, you're beaten <laughs> to the ground. You're insane. Exactly. We're taking like, you into a mental Butamica hospital institution yes. because you've gone off the rails. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And for me, that was the thing. And, and when you don't grow up seeing, you know, people who are, you know, taking therapy or counseling for that matter, you're thinking... Mm -hmm. I don't need this. I'll be fine. Happy go lucky Solomon will be fine. Mm. So I took two weeks off or three weeks off for that. And I thought it'd be just a downtime, get in touch with myself and that. But actually it didn't take three weeks. I think I took the three weeks, like maybe, for example, like in March. It was actually mm. early in that year. Mm. And I said therapy. Okay. I said, okay, eventually Solomon, let's, you know, how they're dragging you off it like mm. So I went. And just sat with a lady who is now my therapist since 2019. And she said, okay, so what's happening? How are you? And for someone to ask you, how are you? And sometimes you don't even know how you are. It's like, I don't know. I think I'm fine. I think mm. I'm fine. 
But as we dug deeper, there were just things that I was not aligned with. First of all, I was struggling with people pleasing. Mm-hmm. I was like, people, people, people. I can't move until 20,000 people say yes. I can't do this, you know. And then I'm idolizing people, so I'm in their shadows. Like there was just so many layers about Solome that mm-hmm. came from childhood, that came from the spaces that I was in, the things that I took on. And so there was just a lot of layers that needed to be peeled off. off. Mm. And so when I said therapy, I was doing nothing. That's all I did. Wake up, go to therapy. Wake up, go and talk. So I didn't have the things that I held on as crutches. I call them crutches. Because they're they're things that the things we held on to and thinking, oh, my family, Mm -hmm. I'll never breathe when you're I really don't believe in that. Like, oh my gosh, if I don't, you know, if I don't have this job, <gasps> you know. So all those things were removed. I was not um, in music whatsoever. I was not, wor- like, na- everything had been removed. I would run mad. Thank you. Like, even my team withdrew. I tried to, I reach, would run I tried mad. to reach out to my manager and say, hi. She said, why are you talking to me? <laughs> she switched, bye, she's like that. Like, she switched bye. off, bye. <laughs> Go away, like, it's not yet time. Oh my God, everything was removed. And mm. for Solome, who is uh, who has both parts melancholic and very happy-go-lucky, mm. the happy-go-lucky was like, wah, 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 freaking wah, out. What is happening? Mm. What is happening? Oh my God, there is nothing that I can lean on. There's nothing that mm. I can. And so that was nerve-wracking. So I went in a, in a deep, like I was depressed. I used to wake up in the night anxious, like my life is failing. Oh my God, how old am I? I'm above 30. What am I doing? Like I went like, you know, just thoughts in my head that I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. And then I was depressed and I was you're sleeping throughout the night. The, like I would do days of like, you sleep through the night, then you wake up, then you continue. And interestingly, this is happening and I live with my parents. My parents had no idea whatsoever. This was happening like in, yeah. in their daughter's life. It was like, so that's the season where I really went in a deep and had to ask the difficult questions and had to face Solome in the wow. mirror hmm. and say, okay, Solome, there is a problem. Let's deal with it. Unless, and I like the, the space of therapy. It's very safe. It's very, like, it's, you're not rushing to deal with things hmm. slowly, by slowly, by slowly. And interestingly, that took seven months. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, by the end. I think by month one, <laughs> they'd be looking for me with police. <laughs> with Where is it going? What? It's on, on some mountain. Man, Seven I'd months like... of no work, no nothing. You're seeing your friends going ahead of you in music and putting out projects and what you're thinking, I'm being left behind. But I needed to do this because eventually it would be, I think, my downfall later in the years to come. Yeah. If I hadn't dealt with that. Yeah. True. You yeah, know the yeah. beautiful thing with mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. That God, God actually kind of does that to us. Yes. And to us, it's very painful yeah. because by the time God gets you into that space, he actually has to yank everything from you. Yes. Because it's been like, child, you need to, and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> child, you're like, devil, go away. Like, child, I bind you in the name of Jesus. God has suffered with us. Child, the devil is trying to distract me. So I know. He, will, he will take you. When God is going to use you, one of the first things he does is he will isolate you. Yeah. Uh, we look at one of the generals in the Bible. He <laughs> says, go to the land I'll show you. Mm. Go away from your family, your, your father kinsmen. And mother. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
leave your family, mm. your familiar, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take you to a place that you don't you know. You don't even know. To deal with you for a yes. greater good. Yes. And normally that's something that's hard, especially for creatives. Yeah. Because a creative's mind is constantly creating. Yeah. I'm the kind of a person, I'll be in a meeting somewhere. If the meeting is supposed to take one hour and mm-hmm. it takes two. Mm-hmm. Your mind starts. By, by one and a half, yes. my mind is working. <laughs> This song, I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> this, I'm, it's not that I'm not present. Yes. I am now. I'm multitasking. Yes. I am in the meeting yes. and another meeting yes, in my it's head. Yes, happening in the head. I get like, that. I'm I like, okay, that. I'm buying the time. I'm, I'm losing here, but at least I'm doing something with it. And then you get out of there. If I'm seated in the car, I'm thinking I need to do this. Yes. I'm on my phone. I yes. Do this. Yes. Oh, I need to call so and so. Yes. As I do this, hi, hi, because. As a creative, you're, you're constantly yeah. in the work. Yes. Whether you're yes. working or not, you're yes. working. Yes. Even that in your sleep, so you're like, <laughs> okay, I need to get up. So yes. I, I get it that that's so hard yes. to be away from people yes. you love. Yes. To be away from things you love, especially yes. music for yes. a musician. Yes. To be away from friends and a team that is your support exactly, system. Exactly, yeah. That's so hard. And I think that's why people don't like to do those things mm. because they feel like their life has been taken away. Yeah. But sometimes we have to lose ourselves to be able to gain us yeah. and to gain where yeah. really we're in a healthy space yeah. to be able to service and serve those that's that we care true. about and be creative again exactly. with a fresh mind, with a fresh spirit. Yeah. I tell artists, I was talking to a few people mm. Um, and I was telling them the problem we have as creatives, we never pull back to refresh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we never realize that performance is actually a spiritual thing. Yeah. You don't just give physically, yeah, yeah. you give physically, mentally, yeah. emotionally yeah. and spiritually oh, yeah. because you're transferring that which you feel exactly. onto people. Exactly. You're working up a room with, yes. your, with your spirit. Yeah, people yeah. think it's just art and it's yeah. spiritual yeah. Yeah. and you find that um, many artists go into depression yeah and they try to fix it with drugs yes uh, it's normally drugs women sex mm. men mm. uh and more fame you're thinking mm. the more famous you are the more you're dealing with your problems yeah and then you find that it's pulling and sucking you in deeper yes. because now you're trying to match up to a person you're not yeah and i think that there needs to be a creative space for people who can, a space for creatives where they can go and get help. Mm. And I think somebody out there needs to start it for Ugandans because many of our brothers are not doing well. We ne- and, and I think we, it's so good that you spoke about that. Mm. We need those spaces, mm. um, generally for anyone anyway, but mostly the creatives mm. um, because we, we don't like asking ourselves important questions or hard questions or mm. reflecting on, okay, so I've been doing this, so this year is going to be the ninth year of in music yeah. officially, um, but for that many years. But to ask yourself like, okay, so I've been in the music industry eight years, nine years. Is this what I really want to do anymore? Is this the direction I still want to go? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, I may be famous or I may be having albums out and things are going well, but is this what I really want? Is this where I should be at this time in my season? Like sometimes you don't want to ask those questions because you're thinking, no, this will slow me down. Oh, this mm-hmm. will like, no, you know, I don't want to delve into. Sometimes we don't want to look at ourselves in the mirror and deal with the things we need to deal with. Mm-hmm. So those spaces are really, really mm-hmm. needed. And they are not there as 
per se like, oh, it's a space for creatives, you know, come and offload. Mm. But like the therapist that I work with, she's worked with other artists. So she's That's really, beautiful. she knows the, the industry. So she knows how to deal with creatives. And mm. so I like for me, if you're going to listen to this and you're creative, take time off. I, I do that end of the year, a mm. few weeks off. I'm not working. And it's okay. You're mm. not working and then you reflect and mm. then you just, oh, you take one day off a week. You know, sometimes as creators, we're like this, as you say, in and out, you're <laughs> literally on the go. Mm. Yeah. But I'm so glad that 2019 happened now, you know, now I'm mm. saying it then, it was not. In retrospect. Thank you. And now I'm so thankful that that happened um, because it's been such a foundation for me to, to be emotionally and mentally well. And there are times mm. these days I go for therapy and I'm saying, oh, then this and this. She says, but Solomon, do you see how far you've come? Because mm. for me, it really was a thing of like, oh my God, I, I can't move. There are things I couldn't move on until people say this. Until Yeah, so it was, it was a bit dangerous where I was. So I needed to take a pause, a long pause of seven months. Mm. That's beautiful. <laughs> Look how you turned out. I know. Thank you, mm. right? <laughs> and now you're, you're a crusader for... Health, yeah, great mental health. Yes, That's absolutely, absolutely. So let, let, let's go back. Yes, to music. Yes. Um, you're the last born, yes. and naturally, you've had a kind of a blueprint of mm -hmm. your life drawn out for mm -hmm. you. How do you move into music? Mm. Is there musicians in your family, mm. or because I remember mm -hmm. when you were in school, yeah. I'm not that old, but I remember <laughs> when you were in school, you used to dance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You that was college school, right? Do mm -hmm. I have a good memory? There you, you go. Used to dance. Uh -huh. <laughs> used to put on orange overalls. Yes. Was the group called Steps? The of Steps Grace? in Saint Francis. Yes. See, I have a good memory. <laughs> and then you you sang a bit in school choir, Gayada. Yes. Yes. Um, a whole lot through my guys, actually. Yeah. So yeah. so what drew you? Into music, not just mm. dance, but more music. More than music. Yeah. I think, like you said, a blueprint before. So my dad is in mm. Kampala Singers. He's making 1989 or 90, daddy. Anyway, this year. So he's in Kampala Singers. So when I was growing up, I went for all his shows. Okay. Um, and so my mind was like, oh, you can What's sing. What's dad's name? He's called you. Professor Paul Mogambi. Yes. yes. And Mrs. You. Lydia Mugambi. We salute you, Professor, <laughs> Professor. Paul and Mrs. Lydia Mugambi. Okay. So I saw him in that space. And then also seeing my mother, she's very, she's in the artsy side. She's an artist, visual artist, painting mm -hmm. and whatever. But also she was into the arts. She acted in national theater. She was in a wow. group mm -hmm. and she sang the name I keep forgetting, not melodies. They are called something. I forgot it. But so I kind of saw that. But you know, sometimes as a child, you don't know that those are things that are being imprinted on your mind. Yes. And so sometimes later on in life, you start to do things like, oh, this is natural, but mm, it was kind of imprinted on your mind. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that comes from there. And then also, um, the spaces I was in. Mm. So like you said, um, I entered, um, said, listen, from Kitate Primary School, I was in the, the actor, mm. you know, best actor. And I always put it that way. So that, and then I went to Gaza High School mm -hmm. um, and I was in music, 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 dance, but music mostly in the did choir. You, did you like study, read? No, I, now I didn't do music at that time. You know, okay. sometimes I wish I had done all those things earlier on. It's okay. Mm. My child shall do them. <laughs> um, I know. No, Bambi, they will be who they'll be. <laughs> 
let me not project my things on them. Um, so guys, I was in the choir, but even in the choir, you were kind of your ear was trained to hear mm. music and to read music and to think classically because that's I feel like that's that's right there. Mm. And then I transitioned to Macquarie College, which mm. I'm so glad my parents did because I thrived even much more. I think because mm. my creative side was like, what? Mm. You know, paradise. You know, it was like, <laughs> let's do this. We're here. You know, let's go. Let's go. I was Michael Wuma. So you see how mm. we, we all come out of those things. Mm. So I was there. I was literally. I did MDD. I was acting. I was dancing. I was singing. Wow. I was I was leading the the you know the worship, the music you know the worship team even in school. So I was really in the music scene. And so you once did a musical, right? Mm-hmm. So later in life. Not not yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah you remember that? that? You talk about that. There remember you that. go. Yeah. So wow, yeah. so like that foundation and being in those spaces kind of made me think of like you know what, M- the arts are very important for me because it's mm. a space where I re- I fully express. Like you want mm. to see Solomon fully expressed, mm. put her in those spaces. You will really see that. Mm. And so I think that is where like I started to be kind of created. And when I went out of Macquarie College. Then mm. I went, um, okay, working, yes, but then at St. Francis. Mm. And at that time, Uncle Ben was just like, he put out all that platforms for, you know, you do so many production and Christmas productions. Mm. And then in there, I was also doing, again, MDD mm. <laughs> was happening. I was still singing, acting, dancing in all those productions. So I think for me, spaces and also growing up kind of formed that thing that made me start to think, you know what? Mm. Music is very important for me. And then I eventually transitioned. I wasn't acting a lot or dancing. Yes, I can dance, guys. Yeah, somewhere in there. Mm. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so I transitioned later on, of course, through church. And then the transition happened in 2015, officially. That's when that happened. Okay. Let's go back. What did you study in school to be? Um, So school... We did sciences. Why did we do sciences? Because we wanted to prove a point that we are a daughter <laughs> of a mathematician. How can it be said of Salome that, that, that I didn't do science? So I did PCM economics. How do wow. you do that? Why do you do that? I really failed badly. I got five points. I'm not scared to say that. I was about that. to say you had it's, quite it's, a brain. I know those, that those brain. Physics, physics. I know those like are really heavy. Math? Those are heavy subjects to to take on. Like even me in school. Yes. In math. Yes. I was that one child that did very well from the bottom. <laughs> like all my maths. Yes. Mostly started with a zero. With a zero then. before. So I was like the foundation of the whole examined class. Okay, I was like than zero something. <laughs> to show I was one of the beginners. Like I set the ground for all those like good nineties. You so, are a good foundation. Yeah. I was a foundation Man, guy. I so, feel yeah. you. I feel you. So I did PCME con. Mm-hmm. Never to do that again. Never, ever in my life will mm-hmm. I do it again anyway. No, but I did that out of just, I didn't know what I wanted. So I, my dad said, oh, you could do PCME. Oh, okay. Let's go. So I did that. And then after that, I transitioned. I didn't do so well. Didn't mm-hmm. do well, Solome. Five points. One in GP. At least English. <laughs> we know English. Um, mm-hmm. And then I went to um, Makere, but I didn't go straight. Because I could, didn't have the points. So okay. in there, in the limbo, I don't know what to do. Oh, my gosh. But my parents were really supportive. Mm. You know, they didn't, I'm so glad when you have guardians and parents who support you in the ups and the downs, it's a blessing. Mm. So they said, you know, you could do a diploma in computer networking. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted, so I said yes. Uh-huh. So I did computer networking in okay. Macquarie in Macquarie University, and I don't know where the 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 the, the story flipped, mm. but as the best, one of the wow. best, yeah, one of the best students in that class. I don't know. Something happened. I know it was a spiritual thing that happened for were, me. Were your were your exams online? Yes. Okay, you yeah. did computer what? So I eventually did computer science. So I first started with computer networking, networking. as a diploma, then transition into computer science. And still computer science, I did very well. So <laughs> Okay. And practiced it actually for a while in Bank of Uganda. I did that for eight years or also. So I I I that's that's how that happened, you know. Um mm. I really wasn't like after school, you're thinking, oh, let me go and do MDD. Mm. It wasn't there. It was like, no, I hadn't seen it. So even these days, like I think the last, I saw an interview, Kenneth Mugabe, and he said, oh, I did MDD. I was thinking, how did I not think to do MDD? Like mm. I do, my mind, my mind, the blueprint, as you say, before my the first born was in maths and sciences and biology. The second born was, was in maths. The third born, she's a surgeon. The fourth born who I follow is in computer science. So my blueprint was like, I think sciences is where we should remain. Mm. Yeah, so that's how I happened to do so you <laughs> such end heavy up, courses. <laughs> you end up in the bank. Yes. Bank of Uganda, yeah. biggest bank in the country. Uh, and then you leave after how long? Eight years. After eight years, you said, I'm packing my bags yeah. and I'm leaving. What happened? Yeah. Oh, man. The bank was... I think very good training ground. Like a lot of what I learned in the bank, I actually use on this side. Okay. Um, so at a certain point, like I think two years before I left, I started getting uncomfortable. Like, mm. is this it? Like, am I going to be doing this all my life? Mm. And please, the bank at that time, I don't know how it is now. But at that time, the bank was a very good employer. Very, very good. Of course, like you, you, know? are, you are the peak Thank you. Like, of employment. Like you're working for a bank. The bank low, of Uganda, you know? And not just a not, bank, not the, the, the bank. bank. And so your, your monthly salaries, the loans, the percentages are really good. Mm. You know, the opportunities of growth are really good. Opportun- and life was good. Opportunities, by the way, life was Like a friend of mine, we keep joking that, oh my gosh, if we're seeing the bank, the money I would get there would like fund this music that and sometimes you're struggling with. Get this, you were yes. young at the time. Thank you. I you was. Know? I was. That's why oh, it's gosh. like, why did you why do, did the do bank? this? Why did you, you just wait a bit? Mm-hmm. But I said getting uncomfortable, like mm. in the two years before I took the leap. So I got uncomfortable. Mm. And I was thinking, is this it? Mm-hmm. At that time, I was in a department, communications department. I was dealing with the website. Mm. And my system was like, so how is this impacting people's lives? Mm. I reached that point in my life and I was asking myself, how does this impact people's oh, okay. lives? How then does... now you're, you are desiring to, to yeah. be a person that adds on to adds people. Adds on to people's lives. Like I when I do it. something, what yeah. does it do for you? Does it transform your life, your mind? Like something. And I was thinking, website. I, I, can, I upload mm. your rates. Maybe in there it helps your business. Great. Mm. But it wasn't. My mind was like blank like, no, there mm. is something that I'm not, I, I wasn't fulfilled. Something okay. I found out that I really like feeling fulfilled. and I, Like I'm fulfilled, like something, I'm doing something. Purpose. Purpose. Mm. That's when the purpose conversation started mm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. What is my purpose? What was I born for? What is, like, okay, all this, how does, 
work in the bank just feed into the whole bigger picture that God mm. create and so when i said those questions uh, like from there it was like i am going i want to live like that just being uncomfortable you're not settled you and then work said going a deep I wasn't really working well. I wasn't engaging well. Mm. And so I have a few conversations with my pastor at that time, Apostle Moses Mukisa, mm. and leaders at that time, and just the spaces I was in. Mm. I just feeling there is more to my life than where I am. So you woke up one morning and I woke said, up literally, yeah. I am leaving. I am leaving. I don't, care about, no. I don't care about your salary. You can take all your money. It's a lot of money, but no. I'm getting out of here and not returning. I'm not returning. Bye. Bye, bank. Okay, not, not the way minister did it, but yes. <laughs> Essentially, that's what I did. And my supervisor at that time really sat me down and said, Solomon, you're making a mistake. You're mm. going to come back to us. Mm. Um, wait a bit, take a sabbatical. Mm. But at that point, my mind was like, this is what I want to do. I'm going for it. Looking back, I would have done it better. Mm. Absolutely would have done the transition better. But at that time, eh, with understanding that I had, hey, eh, I mm. took the leap, jumped off the cliff, talked to my parents that, oh, guys, I'm leaving the bank. At that time, I had something that I was going to do. Mm. It didn't pan out, interestingly, how God works. Um, but I took the leap. I took the leap. I'm so glad I took the leap at that time. I was mm. not married. I didn't have kids. I could take that risk. Yeah. Um, and so I did it. Nobody and else was to suffer. Your not really okay <laughs> apart from Solomon who was in it yeah. um and so I did it and 2015 I took the leap um and and left the bank after I did my maiden concert that year in May mm -hmm. in September I, I left after I did the maiden concert it was so clear to me this is what I want to do all my life I wake up I do music I do this I do this I mean you had yeah. a sold out concert yes. who wouldn't who wouldn't be like who, this this is it <laughs> This is and I think I that's want. what God does. Uh, I feel like he, when he's pushing you into something, things really, it's just the after where you start like now working like, okay, now, now mm. you have to figure out this. And so there's yeah. uh, so many transitions I went through after mm. I, you know, started my career okay. that I had to learn and grow in. And yeah, so. At that time, you're a worship leader in church. Yes, I how, was. How I was worship that? Harvest. It was, it was good. Um, I had such a backing. Mm. Um, of 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 my church when I did my maiden concert. Actually, everyone in the team <laughs> was from church. Yeah, the committee were well, church members. Okay, a few people who are not from church. The mm. People I worked with in the bank. Um, you know the the Your band, backups, the, the backups, band. the band, worship. The like every it was like our daughter. Let us. You yes, know, they always show up. For they, their yeah, own. so they they really showed up in 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 big numbers they supported they commissioned me they prayed for me that night and so it was a good leap off the cliff not alone but mm. <laughs> but it was it was such support such support such support going into mm. the thing i felt i was born to do which i was really born to do okay and yeah. then you woke up again <laughs> and went into secular music <laughs> That word yes. cracks me up. Yes. There's actually a guy who came and told me, these people are doing circular music. Mm. I said, what? Mm. Circular mm. music. I said, so what? Circular. I'm like, bro, secular. <laughs> and like, yeah, circular music. For him, it's but, his sayings. Yeah, circular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they hear the word circle. Yeah, yeah, so it, it, I actually, I tell my friends, yeah. 
from the church. I, I tell, mm-hmm. this is me. Mm-hmm. I tell, I don't call that music secular music. Mm. Because then, because I work in both spaces, yeah. I do events. I, mm. I'm part of some mainstream artists, mm-hmm. management yes. teams. Yes. So I don't call it secular because personally, I mm. believe it's a very, it's the, it's the, to me, it's the equivalent of saying Negro. Mm. Mm. I believe it's mm. very segregative <laughs> because then there's sacred, <laughs> secular. Mm. So you, you're either sacred mm. or secular mm. and secular mm. is never, mm. you know. Mm. So I, I tell people it's mm. mainstream music. Yeah. Yeah. That's comfortable. Mm. I can't come and I say, you're a secular artist. It's <laughs> like, ah, you're judging the brother already. Yeah. So what, are you going to talk about Christ to him already after you're telling him? Yeah, him? yeah. So, so how was mm-hmm. it for you to, mm-hmm. to leave the church? Mm-hmm. I know there was a bit of friction yes. there, as yeah. always yeah. is yeah. when uh, mm-hmm. a Christian artist, especially mm-hmm. a worship leader in a mm-hmm. church, decides they're, mm-hmm. they're changing directions. Mm-hmm. One, of my, one of my disappointments, where I shouldn't even be disappointed, is do you know who Dante <laughs> Bow is? Yes. I know his, his journey. You know yes, his story? Absolutely, yeah. Girl, I was yeah. pissed. Yeah. I was like, dude, how did you get me to like you all these years? <laughs> you do all this then amazing do worship yes. music, and now you're on wine for me? Yeah. Wine? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Bro, bro, Maverick yeah. City Stop. music. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I, I know that people grow into different mm-hmm. spaces for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Some Sometimes they just no longer fitting the, the mold mm-hmm. of where mm-hmm. they, they grew up and they're mm-hmm. trying to do something they totally believe in. And I, mm-hmm. I just want to hear your your story. It's mm-hmm. it's always, a, we're always culprit of standing on the outside mm-hmm. and throwing the stones mm-hmm. as Christians, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. How? How can you go secular? Mm-hmm. We, we, we never quite know the process. Mm-hmm. We never know people's stories we never mm. know the backstory mm-hmm. why somebody has done that i've had mm-hmm. to tell to talk to some artists um who who come and say for me i am not a gospel artist mm-hmm. i am a christian artist mm-hmm. and i'm thinking bro don't even do that they're like no mm-hmm. i'm just a christian artist i am mm-hmm. a christian mm-hmm. who is an artist and mm-hmm. i said you know what mm-hmm. you can actually say you're an entertainer mm-hmm. and it's okay They'll judge you, but it's okay. That's mm. who you are. Mm. Mm. You're, you're either mm. a gospel artist or you're an entertainer. Mm. Mm. Entertainment has never been bad mm. because entertainment, even Christians need entertainment. Mm. But mm. We, we've taken it to, to the extent that you have to be a Christian mm. gospel mm. artist mm. for you to mm. do art, mm. for you to mm. do music. Mm. And yet it's not how God meant mm. it. God has gifted us differently and has yeah. given us di- different, has deported us, uh, deployed us <laughs> mm-hmm. at different depots for us to be able yeah. to carry out yeah. what he's called us to do on our yeah. purpose differently. Yeah. But because we come under the, the, we come up under the umbrella of church, we, we normally think if you're not doing gospel music mm. and you're a Christian, if mm. you're not doing worship music mm. and you're a Christian, mm. then you're not a Christian mm. anymore. Mm. So I just want to kind of, demystify that mm-hmm. whole thing mm-hmm. through your lens what mm-hmm. what was your journey like what mm-hmm. what got you to that place i know i had your first song which is my favorite song mm-hmm. but that one that you did and i was like ooh, because mm-hmm. as those conversations were going on yeah. with you and the church yeah. 
they were going on at the studio at the yes. time I recorded yes. the same yes. studio yes. at the yes. time. Yes. Yes. I was sitting with one of your producers, mm. Fred Wallace, <laughs> and we were having the same conversations. Yeah. You know, he's always on dancing the, on, the on the edge. edge. Yes, he's like, he likes ah, it. He really I'm likes like, it. Fred. <laughs> and he's like, no, not if you're doing love songs. Talk about love. Mm. Love, love mm. is supposed to be yes. love in its entirety. He's so passionate about that. And he's yeah. like, look at the, the songs of Solomon. I'm like, Fred, enough. He's like, no, no, no. Mm. Look at the Bible, songs mm. of Solomon. I'm mm. like, Fred, I don't Stop. even want to go there. <laughs> but, but, you know, there, there yeah. was that friction. And yeah. I want to hear your story. Yeah. yeah. Um, interestingly, I'm very passionate about um, speaking about because I think over time I've learned a number of things. Yeah. Um, also being pastored where I'm now being pastored, I've also learned a number of things. Yeah. Um, I don't, I hate, literally hate the word secular. I hate the word Praise secular. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the way I see how God created, he created all things and said they were good. Mm. Um, when God looks at the earth, he doesn't see boxes. Mm. We do boxes because we are human and we like yeah. to understand things and we like things like... We have to squeeze in everything control. into our understanding. Yes, like, okay, this makes sense. Mm. It's not a bad thing. It's a human thing. But God doesn't see it like that. The way I feel, and I know that he sees it, mm. music and arts and all those things is is an expression of who he is, first mm. of all. Mm. Then the second thing is, it's not about, oh, you're doing secular, whatever, whatever you're doing, in the, the way you're expressing yourself. It's about your heart. At mm. the end of the day, it's about your heart. Mm. It's about your soul. It's about having a relationship with God. Now, mm. everything else that comes from that foundation mm. um, is in him. Mm. You can't say we have a gospel accountant. We mm. can't say we have a gospel um, doctor, doctor mm. or a gospel decorator. You know, it's people expressing themselves with the things that they have already. In the, the thing that, that differentiates, which we then put in secular, mm. is the heart. So where is your heart leaning? Mm. You know, are, are you walking with... Are you working with God? Do you have a relationship with God? Mm. You know, and then that determines everything that we, our faith then determines everything that we do. So it's so, your, your expression of your heart that comes out through That your, comes out through the product. different things that yeah, we yeah. do. So it. at a certain point, I say, oh God, I said, no guys, I'm, I'm just an artist who expresses myself. So I know, and also I've learned the space that I've been called to. Mm. I've, uh, before, Minister, I mm. can confess it mm. was so uncomfortable. Even the time when we did Can We Stay. Mm. Interesting, there is a there is a word. Um, can I become very spiritual here? There is a word mm -hmm. that I got over my life that I would actually be doing music that is about intimacy. It was already That's spoken about. So it wasn't like, oh now she's but of course the thing that now looking back, maybe I would have done is mm. have better communication because mm. for me like you see the bank i jumped <laughs> like you know what mm. i mean eh? mm. so there was there's a such, such a quick switch mm. that didn't give time that people were in my world could understand so yeah. that i would have done better that i confess mm. but in terms of eventually transitioning mm. and starting can can we say was a blow because i had just done my my sold out concert i'd come out as and also that time mm. when i was coming out I, my mindset was like I'm going to be the next Sisa Wainans Uganda has never seen. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. That's what I'm going to be doing. 
like all my life. Mm-hmm. And then when I come into 2016, something kind of changed. And I said, oh, okay. So this is like God kept saying, you're not in a box, you're not in a box. Mm-hmm. And so I said to kind of start to express the other side because it's all love. And that's, how, that's the thing about Solomon is how she sings about love is about God, mm. is about the human life, mm. a man and a woman. And now I'm so passionate about it because I've seen people who have gone so, got so destroyed in marriages and relationships because maybe they didn't understand intimacy or they didn't know how to be intimate. Or they, you know, and I've seen my music do that for so many people. Mm. So that's how I transitioned not to secular, but I just transitioned to singing songs that are very intimate and very sensual. Mm. Um, we did definitely push the envelope like this with my team, you know, with Can mm. We Stay Within Twala, the mm. visuals. We're just making a point that, you know what? This is good. It has been tainted so much. It's mm. tainted so much of like people struggle with their identity about or even in, in relationships and marriage, you mm. know. People are struggling to be intimate with each other. Mm. So can I create beautiful art that they can use to mm. be healed even in that space? So mm. for me, I, I literally, like I keep talking with my producer. Like For me, it's like mission. Like, mm. I'm on a mission. And I love it like each time I finish a Solomon Live night and people come to me and say, oh my God, mm. you know, um, I want to propose to my wife. Oh my God, this song meant this to me. And I'm thinking... Mm. For me, that, that's my win. Oh, my God, I'm going home to make babies. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, because sometimes we, we don't even have that music where, I don't know whether it's baby I don't know yeah. whether it's baby face or whatever. Mm. So you can have that music. And so for me, I think just for people to be delivered mm. <laughs> as, as artists. For the, for the scales to fall the off. The scales to fall off, yes. <laughs> as a creative, yes. your foundation. Just mm. deal with your foundation. What is your foundation with God? Mm. Deal with that foundation, have it, and then ex like have full expression mm. of who you are and the creator in you. Mm. Because as creatives, we're literally creators mm. with the creator. The things we create, you guys, before a song minister mm. that you put out, there was nothing. Mm. Before that song, there was literally nothing. Mm. Like the Bible said, before even it said, let there be, the, the earth, earth was, was formless, void. void, like there was nothing. That's how you are. Mm. So as creatives, there is such power in us that God has given us that we need to see it from that point that, oh my God, before, before there was Juliana Kanyomozi singing this mm. music, like there was literally nothing. Mm. And then she created it. And so to see that and to be just delivered, like don't think about life in boxes. Mm. Because when you do that, then you really miss out on the beauty of what God can do in your life or what he's bringing to your life. And, and you really, really miss out on it, you know. And, and I think just, just to speak even to the creatives who, you know, you're, you're seeing mostly gospel music, and mm. that is fine. Mm. But if you feel an inclination like, oh, let me write a love song, be delivered, absolutely write it. I like mm. what Benji Kasula is doing. Mm. He's, he's, he's doing both the different kind of music, the love music. I love his new song, Found You. And mm. I'm thinking, please go and do it because it needs to be there. It yeah. needs to be there. It needs to be there. You yeah. need clean, clean love songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not, you're not, and, and, and it's a beautiful thing when, um, 
you're creating from and you know the source you're creating from it's yeah. it's a it's a really really beautiful thing yeah but i think that transition mm. looking back i would have done it better and as anyone who is transitioning i would sit them down and say you can do it better mm. so that for the church to understand or for you know mm. and 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 communicate better because right now mm. i'm under a pastor mm. he he he's my you know i sit him down and he sees my projects yeah. before i put out in twala mm. he saw my project mm. and he approved of it and he said oh i even said can you put in a guy i said Pastor, I'm not putting in a guy, really. There is no need. Like, mm. you don't have to put everything in a video. Yeah. You know, and, and I, sit him with, I sit with him. We have com open conversations about That's love beautiful. and mm. intimacy and what is your mission, Solomon? So how are you positioning this music? Uh, you know, maybe, you know, and he's so, and so as creatives... Um, I think that's the other point. Um, just have a space of accountability. Don't feel like Lone Ranger. I can mm. do it all. My you can't do it all by yourself. You need to have an ear that is outside yourself. That's true. Yeah. How yeah. has it been for you with love and relationships? Minister, <laughs> <laughs> the higgy hugger. This is just my new word. <laughs> the higgy hugger of love and relationships. My journey has had a higgy hugger. Um, I think in the past, most of my relationships, I've, I've officially, I've had two, I've been in two relations, like they've been official, like it has a beginning and it, it, had, it has an end. It had an end. <laughs> there were two of them. One took two weeks. Um, I let go of that, that one quick. because a friend of mine who was around me at that time, that was university, said, oh, but Solome, what if you get this one doesn't know Jesus, so maybe. And then I got mm. At that time, really, I was again in that people pleasing. So I didn't know what I wanted. So it was like, eh. Mm. So I, I dropped him with a text. Never drop someone with a text. Whoever <laughs> sees this as a young person. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Never do that. So I did that. And then, and now we've been good friends with him. Mm. And then the second official one mm. was a long one, which mm. I thought was going to lead to marriage. Mm. But because I was young, mentally, mm. yeah, um, emotionally young, mm. I didn't know what I wanted. And so I really messed it up. At that time, I think I didn't know how to handle when guys, I don't know if they still do that because I haven't dated in a while, but when guys go like in a, in a cave moment, so you're busy, work is busy, things are busy, looking for money, or you're in school, and mm. so you kind of unplug. Yes. Not in a bad way, not like, sorry, I don't love you. You're talking just, to a guy. Thank you're you. To a you're guy. just unplugging for a, for a while, and mm. then I will be back on the... So mm. I didn't know how to handle that, because for me it was like, at that time I was such a needy person. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you haven't called. <laughs> so when the spaces would come, mm. I needed a fix. I was one of those people. People mm. were my fix, mm. like a drug. And so I would find emotional attachments somewhere else. Mm. And so in to there, just move on. In just so in there, the, I think the thing that broke what's, what's the word broke the camel's back mm. um, was I got emotionally attached to a married man. Oh, and in it there, messy. it just got messy. You know, you're there just believing this guy. Oh my God, you're my, <laughs> you're my eighteen. I think I got mine to the twenty. Anyway, um, so I got emotionally attached to him. Mm. And so that relationship that I was hoping to lead to marriage, um, just Crumble. because it just, yeah, just got messy and messy. And at that point, I stopped. I paused and I said, Solome, there is a problem. Mm. So I stopped. And that was like in 20, 2009, 2010. 
And so at that point, I just said, I'm one of those, like I switch things, I switch up very quickly. So I switched up and I said, you know, God, yeah. I'm taking a pause. I'm done. Um, it took me a while. If, even in there, I had emotional attachments. Like you just get a guy, you just find a guy. Oh my God, you connect like you're laughing. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm in love. But you're not in love because after like three weeks, then what's there? Mm. So I was, that, that was my blueprint mm. of love. Yeah. Um, which was a wrong blueprint, but it's something that I had created. So it took me a, a long time to kind of also heal from that therapy. Absolutely helped mm. to kind of heal from that and find myself and find what is God really telling me. Mm. And that's how I birthed my first album. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So that that first album, all the songs that you hear on that first album, I'm talking about God. They mm. sound very lovey-dovey. Like people love Nzani. Mm. People love dance. Um, mm. That's why I, li I like writing songs that are double-edged. Um, mm. But most of my first album was literally coming out from a space of, you know what? I think I didn't know God as love. Mm -hmm. So it was the whole discovery process. Yeah, it was a discovery pro that brought on those songs. That's um, and so I, I put out that album. And even these days when I really write music, I really write from that foundation because that's the foundation that I really know. Pure love. Yeah, even All In, the song that you hear, I sing it double-edged. It can be as a human experience or a God experience mm. that God is saying, I'm all in to love you. You may misbehave, but me, I'm all in. Mm. So for me, love... The blueprint now has changed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm now in a I'm now in a better place. Um, I'm not in a relationship because I've I was in a space of fear mm. for a long time of like, ha, if I get into this thing, banaki, just the higgy hug of this thing, mm. I may mess it up again. So let's be safe with Jesus. So would ask me, so Solame, what's yes, happening so there? Let me walk You guys, let's not lie to each other. Jesus uh, has suffered. Is everybody's husband? You know, you're like you guys. <laughs> I think he says you guys. Okay, all your husbands can't. But can you please go and experience something anyway? But I think I used to lie to myself. And sometimes, as as single ladies, we do lie to ourselves because mm. we are putting. Not everybody, guys, but mm. some of us. Mm. You put up walls because you're you're in fear. Mm. I don't get back into something. Maybe, you know, I'll be hurt or I'll hurt somebody because I'm the one who broke you off the last one. Mm. So you're just trying to protect yourself. Mm. And so you take on the coping mechanism thought mm. of like, I don't need no Barry. Mm. Jesus is my husband. I'll mm. be good. Oh, y'all. So that's what I took on for a while. And mm. eventually I found out again with reflection Mm. it's something that I was just using as a coping mechanism. And God really sat me and said, but Solomon, is this really what you believe? I said, no. Mm. I'm such an emotional... I'm like, you know, I feel things a thousand percent. I'm one of those who can go and like buy a plane for my husband. Mm. Are you saying? Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm one of those, like I, I, I give a thousand percent. And mm. so for me to deny the thing that is me is, is, yeah. is just an anomaly, it's really. ludicrous. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> So I, I decided, no, that's not me. And I'm open. And so actually since then, mm. which is like recent, like three years or two years ago, mm. I've really been open to getting back on the horse. Mm. Um, and I think this year is going to be the year. When we see something change in, in Salome. Ah, uh -huh. nice. Yeah. We're watching and waiting. <laughs> watching the space. <laughs> okay, as we close, yeah. uh, where do we find Solome's music? Mm. How do we get in touch with Solome? How mm. do we go to Solome's concerts and mm. stuff like that? Where could you just let us know? So um, all my music, 
mm. in this day and age is online. So Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, B- Boomplay. Actually, mm. yes, on Boomplay. Um, the different type, wherever is comfortable for you, look for Solome Basuta. How do you spell that? S-O-L-O-M-E-B-A-S-U-U-T-A. So you can find two projects there and a few singles that are there. But my first album and then the latest EP called Let Me Love You, very sensual music. Yeah, so you can find my music there. Or you can even just DM me on Instagram, YouTube, all those uh Solome Basuta. And definitely come through for the Solome Live Night. It will be such an experience that you will love. You may even leave and just propose to that girl. Mm. You know, you'll be healed. Um, but just come through. It happens every week on Wednesdays at Salama Spring Apartments in Bugalabi. We start around 7.30 and we're about to resume in a few weeks' time. So definitely mm. come through. If you're not in Uganda, I'm so sorry. But you can find all the clips online that uh, you can enjoy. And maybe I'll be in your city soon. Just never sure, know. Sure. Just never beautiful. know. Thank you so much, Solomon. <laughs> it's been wonderful to, to have you stuff. and have these conversations. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, our dear audience. Thank you, our friends all over the world, mm-hmm. friends in Kampala, Uganda. Now you know a bit about Solomon. Yeah. We tend to see people online and make up our own minds about yeah. who they are and what yeah. they've been through. But yeah. she's been here and she's told you her story. Yeah. Do you have a story you want to share? Reach us, email us, DM us, and let's have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for watching and thank you for tuning in, liking, sharing. Click that bell so you know every time that we are live, we're glad to have you be with us. We're glad to do life with you and to share life, whichever way it is, at Life Be. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Life Be Podcast with Sammy K. Your support means the world to us. Please leave a comment, subscribe, and share to help us grow and continue bringing you valuable content. We appreciate you.